Hi, I'm Mick Turner, and this is the Power of Storage podcast. Today, uh, I'm happy to be joined by Parasa Kodati, uh, who works for our unstructured portfolio of products. Hi, Parasa, how are you doing? Hey, Mick, it's great to be here, and I'm a big fan of your podcast. Cool. Well, thank you very much. It's great to have you. Uh, we've worked together a, a lot over the years. Um, oh, yes. But today we're specifically going to be talking about uh, cyber protection and recovery with a particular focus on the uh, area of products that you support, which is the uh, UDS portfolio. That's right, Meg, and which includes our PowerScale, which is the scale-out NAS platform. Um, if you already heard of, uh, if the audience already heard of Isilon, uh, PowerScale is the latest generation of a 1FS uh, core system um, delivered on PowerEdge servers. So that's kind of the architecture of PowerScale. And recently we have launched some all-flash uh, variants and so on. So that's PowerScale and ECS is our scale-out object storage. Again, a purpose-built uh, storage uh, system for object. And uh, when it comes to cyber protection, we actually have a range of solutions and that, that protect the data, including one of the most effective ways to recover from a cyber attack, which is uh, data isolation, uh, which uh, both from a regulatory standpoint um, and also, you know, given the recent uh, uh, occurrences of ransomware events and so on is a very critical part of the solution. Yeah, and we're obviously hearing a, a lot about cyber attacks and we do have a number of storage and data protection solutions. So maybe you could tell us a little bit more about how that data isolation works. Yeah, so yes, data isolation is, is at the core of uh, some of the solutions. Uh, what it is, is an intelligent air gap that separates your production data from a cyber vault copy of it. And, and this isolated storage, the cyber vault um, remains offline for most of the time. And it's only connected to the primary storage intermittently right uh, just you know randomly only after checking that there are no known actionable alerts that's when the connection is made and any data that needs to be replicated to make the vault copy the most uh, current one uh, that replication happens and once again it goes offline so so that the the intelligence to maintain and regulate that air gap um, in a uh, foolproof way is, is at the heart of the uh, data isolation solution Cool. That's great. Um, so I presume, obviously, there's um, the customer isn't managing the opening of ports and the connection of the replication and stuff. How is how is that process automated? No, great point. So once again, here, uh, like the power scale platform, if you take, we already have the core features like data replication for a solution like a DR solution. One of us also generates a log of all kinds of access transactions on your entire data set by different users through different network paths and so on. And we have a great partner in Superna. Uh, they have built a range of data protection, uh, protections, data protection solutions um, for uh, taking advantage of the Sync IQ replication, as well as this log stream of all the activity happening on your data. Right. And, and this has been very uh, successful uh, in um, with our install base, more than 1,000 installations of, of this product, which is actually called Ransomware Defender. The cool thing is what we have done here is the 
out of the log stream that is coming, there are ways to detect different kinds of patterns of usage or patterns of data access. And that helps you detect things like, like mass deletion. A lot of files are getting deleted one after the other, like mass encryption or strange user behavior. You know, somebody accessing some part of the data that they either didn't have access before uh, or through a different network path and so on. So there are all kinds of these um, events that are indicative of a ransomware attack that can be detected very effectively. And, and depending on those uh, that event triggers, we can either do some automated uh, protection, like you know, uh, terminate any replication um, or, or uh, you know, deny access to a user and so on and so forth. So, so that's um, what is uh, really the interesting thing about solution. And when it comes to uh, implementation, um, we have fully, uh, we have services uh, that would help customer to get the setup up and running. And once again, services can share their expertise in how to build a realistic system uh, around this. Cool. It's this, it sounds very interesting. So it's integrated directly to the platform so it can monitor what's going on like instantly. There's alerting coming from the system is also managing that opening and closing of the connection between the primary power scale platform and the remote uh, power scale platform. So based on this, the, how, how is the user experience for the solution and how, you know, things like reliability of monitoring, right? Do yeah. we take advantage, you know, we hear a lot about machine learning these days and um, artificial intelligence. I presume Absolutely. that there's a big, a dose of that kind of functionality built into that solution and that integration. Absolutely, Mick. Uh, you know, you cannot uh, think of cybersecurity solutions without uh, a good uh, system that, that is good at learning uh, uh, the different patterns of, of usage of data access and so on. Um, so all the all the alerts we have talked about, you know, you know, this log stream could be, you know, throwing a lot at you and there are ways to configure the alert so that you don't have, you know, too many alerts or too many false positives. You know, so you can be, you know, you can, you know, try to have a, a very um, a conservative uh, approach at the beginning, but you know, over time, you, you, the the customer can for themselves see what kind of patterns are actually normal, but they were too conservative to flag them as abnormal, but also there is an option to turn on the learning mode for the system so that the system can train over a period of time to get more accurate at predicting uh, the positives and minimize uh, false positives. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. So um, what happens when it does detect something? You know, let's say you, you see a yeah. flurry of mass deletes or something like that. What, what, uh, what are the options for the customers when that happens? So as I said, we are basically looking at the users and user groups and their privileges, the data that needs to be, that needs to be protected and the different network paths that are being used to access the data. And depending on where the event or what triggers an event, there are certain tasks that can be autom uh, that can be automated. For example, denying access to certain data or denying access to certain users or disabling encryption. Because one of the things that happens in a, a, a typical ransomware attack is, is the attacker would go in uh, and encrypt 
as much data as they can uh, because they would have the decryption key and they can hold it for ransom, right? So, so if there is some kind of uh, encryption happening at scale, there are ways to disable encryption. So these are some of the things that can be configured automatically, but you know, these triggers um, could also be used to do some root cause, root cause analysis of uh, how is the access control framework is working uh, in general and so on. Cool, sounds great. Now, um, we've talked quite a bit about PowerScale and that integration. Uh, PowerScale obviously isn't the only platform in the UDS portfolio. Um, what, is our, uh, what is our position with regards to the object offer with ECS? Does that also support the Superna solution? Great question, Meg. We are very excited uh, that now Ransomware Defender is also available for ECS which is uh, the object storage platform, as you mentioned. So yes, the solution is also available for ECS as well. Perfect, that's great. Well, it's a, it's a great topic. I appreciate you coming on. Um, this has been Mick Turner for the Power of Storage podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening and Parasa for joining us today. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and have a great day.